0: Hi, right, folks, and welcome to the Survivalist Podcast. Uh, my name is Brandon, and so I'm going to be your your host for this show. So This is our first episode, very first. So this is uh, number number one, I guess you could say, the first one. So I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the show. Uh, the show is going to be a little bit different than a little bit different than what it sounds like. So uh, you know, obviously, I'm I'm big into uh, you know being prepared for stuff. I'm big into uh, all that kind of stuff, but uh, One of the things this show is going to be about, not only about being prepared, uh, you know, but also being prepared, not just for, you know, the end of the world, the zombie apocalypse, or an EMP, whatever, whatever people, you know, whatever, you know, whatever everybody thinks is coming, uh, which is going to be the end of the world, which this is an end of the world show, but one of the things the show is going to be about is not only being prepared, but being prepared not just for a natural disaster, But being prepared for other things, uh, having your finances in order, having your, you know, your household in in order, meaning, uh, you know, what what to have prepared in the case of a natural disaster, what to, you know, what finances you should have together, what you should be prepared for as far as, uh, you know, politically down the road, uh, what things are going on in the world that could affect you, not only financially. Uh, stuff like that, and being prepared by the way, folks. People that people sometimes, oh, you're you're a prepper, you're one of those guys that just have something downstairs, and you know, you have you know, when the food's packed up, and you have a bomb shelter downstairs. That, that's not what being always being prepared is. A big part of being prepared, folks, is not only not only like being prepared for a natural disaster, but being prepared for uh, other things in life, being financially prepared if you know you're going to have a big event coming up. Uh, you know, like if you have you know kids or a daughter or uh, or something that's going to be getting married, you know, like in a year or so she's going to get married. Uh, you know, being prepared for financially for what that burden that's going to carry with you. Uh, you know, being prepared. Uh, you know, if your company, your company's laying off uh, in six months, being prepared. What should you do? Uh, you know, should do. What should you? How should you prepare for that? Uh, God bid you or your you know loved one should lose your job. How could you prepare for that? You know, you could say you and your wife. Say you or your wife loses their job. Uh, how are you going to be uh, financially prepared for that as a, you know, big life changing thing? And by the way, folks, I want to point out one thing uh, about being prepared is uh, people say all the time, well, if I get fired, I'll just collect unemployment. Uh, you're not always guaranteed, by the way, to collect unemployment if you are fired, just so you know that. Uh, they, they can fire you, and if they give a certain cause, uh, you will not be uh, you know, not be compensated with unemployment. So... But you know stuff like that that that's part of being prepared. It's not just okay, let me have a garden outside ready to rock and roll. Uh you know, in case you know the world comes to an end and I can't get to a grocery store. That's not what being prepared is. And I mean is that part is that part of it? Absolutely. But is it the main thing? No. You know, I'll give you a prime example. You know, being prepared could be hey, you know, you and your buddies are are going on a bike ride. And um you know, you're going out, going going cycling or something. And knowing being prepared, having a first aid kit and having water, uh, a map, stuff like that. I can't tell you how many times I get people that I run into all the time that they see they'll say to me, "Hey, do you have a, do you have a map where we' you know we're hiking and we don't have a map okay well, you're a huge outdoorsman and you don't pack a map in your backpack before you leave or some of the things too, but guys, but being prepared is you know something is not just like I said end of the world stuff, but hey, you know uh, being prepared, knowing first aid, knowing little things like you know how to treat a, a wound, uh, you know how to treat a cut, how to take care of people that say are diabetic or something like that knowing being prepared to handle a situation, uh, you know if you have a, a family member that 's a diabetic, uh, knowing being prepared for how to handle them go but they have a sugar low or something like that, so you know being being a survivalist doesn 't just mean you 're preparing for the end of the world. Uh, It means that you're somebody who's prepared for any situations that possibly could come arise your way. You're not going to be prepared for every situation, but you can be prepared for a lot of them. And that's part of what this podcast is about. It's about being, it's about teaching people how to be prepared for things in their life that pertain to them. And it's not just about the end of the world. It's not just about any of that. It's about being prepared for anything. Like I said, whether it be, you know, uh, somebody, you know, being prepared for uh, going to be losing your job, being prepared uh, for a business, you know, say, you know, how to prepare for, hey, I'm starting a business. Uh, How can I prepare to start my business? What business can I prepare to start? You know, Uh, there's a lot of things about, about, you know, it's not just being, you know, survivalism isn't just about being prepared for, like I said, for a natural disaster. It's about being prepared for everything. Being prepared for life, being prepared for you know the day your kid, you know the day your kid goes off to college, being prepared for uh, buying a new automobile. We'll talk about that. You know what, being knowing about how to prepare for your finances, retirement, that stuff. It's it's all about being prepared, not so much about you know. It, it's it's a combination of a lot of things. Now now there is, and it's just like with anything else, there is your extremists. You know people that you know you know, can survive off the grid for years and years and years, uh, you know, it's just about that, uh, you know, it's about how getting, you know, preparing yourself to get out of debt, you know, preparing yourself, uh, you know, to cut your electric bill by doing a little cost saving things around your home, uh, it's about green energy, it's it's about all this stuff, it encompasses a whole world and, you know, it's, it's something that I've been mean to do and, uh, you know, this podcast, by the way, is going to be, I don't want to say a, sh- a short hit podcast, but it's going to be a show that we'll probably do fairly regularly, maybe maybe at least once or at least once or twice a week, uh, because it's going to be a short pod. Every podcast is going to be a quick hit podcast, and what I think what I call a quick hit podcast is I listen to my friend like Jesse, his his Turning Wheel podcast, maybe 20, 30 minutes, and it's enough that you can listen to in a, in a short ride, and it's enough that you know it's it's enough to really you know uh, get you through you know you know find out about a certain topic, learn a lot about it and then you know go on your own to find you know the rest of it uh, or to take it to the next level uh, all that kind of stuff so uh, we're going to have a lot of fun with that i'm going to be setting up a, a google voicemail uh, shortly here and what we'll do is you can if you have any questions about any of the topics we talk about you can call in uh, and also see what we'll put in. I'm going to put an email up on the website too i haven't done that yet uh, our website is, uh, survival po- is uh, survivalistpodcast.com. is and uh, it's kind of still under construction yet. I've been working on it about two days now. I got to get some time to sit down and chisel that out, but uh, that is actually something that's on the horizon that I'm going to. I got to work on probably over the next weekend and stuff like that. But again, that's uh, you know that that's something I'm working on as well. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot of things, like I said on, on the podcast of you know every couple times a week we're gonna talk about real estate, we're gonna talk about financing, we're gonna talk about stock market. We're gonna talk about all the stuff that's going to affect you and how you could be prepared for the effect it's going to have on you. I know we're also gonna talk about a lot of things too, folks. I'm a huge outdoorsman, those of you that know me that are listening. we're gonna talk about fishing. We're gonna talk about hunting. We're gonna probably talk a lot about bow hunting. I'm a big bow hunter. I'm a big fisherman. you know, we'll talk about you know a lot of things. We'll talk about politics for once in a while. We'll talk about current events. Uh, You know, we're going to get into a lot of different things on this show. The show is designed to all around, uh, you know, learn about, you know, being prepared, but but not just for, you know, natural disasters, being prepared for everything, like I've said like four or five times already. So we're going to get into a lot of different things with this. And that's one of the reasons why it's so cool to do a show. Now, a lot of you that are listening uh, might know me from the Technology Geek, which is my other podcast I do, which is a tech show, uh, which I've done for years now. Uh, but I wanted to branch out and doing something else. I love tech, and we've got a huge listener base over there, so I hope a lot of you guys that are listening came from over there, because we have a, well, a fairly large listener base on that show. But I wanted to start doing a different show, and really branch out, and, and start doing a different style of podcast, you know, and uh, talking about things that are interesting to me, and maybe might be interesting you, or useful to you, that you can use, skills that I may have, that you may have, uh, that we could share and enjoy, so a lot of that stuff, uh, you know, I want, want to talk a lot about that. We're going to talk about, you know, we're going to get into all different kinds of stuff on this show. We're going to, like I said, we're going to especially talk about, you know, uh, pre- being prepared. I mean, like I said, it's going to be about, and also too, folks, I want to get, I want to get stuff together of, of people, I don't want to say sponsors for the podcast, because I, I hate to say, you know, uh, you know, because a lot of people, when they say sponsors, oh, he needs to make money, and it's not always about that, but I would like to get sponsors that, uh, because you know they, because we are having a podcast that can give you guys a better deal than most. You know, if if you know, if if a lot of times with these vendors, especially if you're you have a good podcast and a good list, solid listener base, you know they'll they'll give your listeners twenty percent off. Which twenty percent doesn't sound like much, but again, twenty percent here, twenty percent there, That'll add up, especially in your savings. So we're going to talk about a lot of that stuff, uh, you know, in the show. And I'm really co- glad that too. It's going to be uh, one of those shows that you can. I hate to say that. what was the word they used at a Microsoft conference one time, they said to me, oh, breakfast videos, so, uh, you know, it's we're going to do a lot of things, we're going to talk about a lot of different stuff, you know, we'll get into things like, you know, building a homestead, you know, we're going to talk, definitely talk about that, we're going to talk about bug out locations, we're going to talk about, you know, your, you know, cabin in the woods, we're going to talk about security, uh, we're going to talk about computer security too a uh, big part of that, you know, identity theft and all that, it, that's a big thing, and you need to be prepared for that, Keyword is being prepared, you know, we'll talk about a lot of different things, we're going to talk about, you know, we'll talk about, you know, weapons, we'll talk about bows, knives, we'll talk about guns, we'll talk about all this kind of stuff, all different stuff that encompasses it, uh, I actually, tell, I am actually working with uh, two authors that have written, two, I'm not going to say who they are yet, but have written uh, two very good survival books, uh, I'm going to get a couple of my military buddies to come on the show. Uh, talk about their, you know, experience in the military and what they learned. Uh, we've got a lot of different things going on. Uh, i got a buddy of mine who uh, is a jeweler who's going to talk about the price of gold and all that kind of stuff, about silver, all all different kinds of, of things we're going to get on the show that could be handy to you, uh, not only from a, you know, a, a survivalist or a prepper standpoint, uh, but just financially. Uh, we'll talk about insurance. We'll talk about... Uh, homeowners, will talk about your property tax, we'll talk about what affects your property tax, what affects property values, uh, because, you know, folks, a lot of people don't realize, one of the largest purchases in your life uh, will be a home. And believe it or not, that's where most people, I hate to say this, but uh, when you die, that's, believe it or not, what most people go after is, oh, he had a house, you know, he's got a lot of equity in it, and those really don't know what equity is, it's the value of the home, it's like the, what you have available to cash-wise. Um, you know, that that's uh, fortunately a, a sad truth that that's yeah that that's one of the things. So 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 a little bit of background on me. Uh, I grew up uh, in, in the Pennsylvania mountains. Still live there by the way. Uh you know big outdoorsman like I said it's been a lot spent uh, I'm a very very diehard bow hunter. Um very large fisherman, I love to fish. Uh you know like I said I do live in the mountains. I do have um, a cabin to uh, a little further east out in um out in uh, Pennsylvania. I don't want to say where it is, but, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm very familiar, like I said, with, with buying real estate. I'm very familiar with managing homes, uh, very much a handyman, stuff like that. So, you know, I've got a lot of experience with that. Uh, I've got a lot of experience in finance. Uh, I've worked in finance industry uh, a little bit when I first started my career. Then now I, I work in the uh, computer industry, and I switched uh, because, uh, just was, uh, one, because I like computers better, and two, because I felt it was something that I really uh, it was a field that was taking off, which uh, the finance industry, especially over the last, maybe since 2008, 2009, has become really, really tough. So uh, I've been working, have my own company. Uh, we're going to talk about that too, folks. We're going to talk about starting a business. We're going to talk about, you know, uh, not only are we going have a finance, we're going to talk about being, you know, self main you know, financially self-sustaining. That's a big thing too, folks. People realize that you know, you're working at a job. Um, once you're, you know, when you're, yes, you're getting a paycheck, but you are reliant on that company To provide your well-being. Well, what about if you were had your own business and you could be financially stable on your own and don't have to worry about somebody else being your boss, and no, you know, being able to manage your money as a business and all that. We'll get into all that stuff. But like I said, uh, you know, a little back, a little more background on me. uh, My Twitter, which I'm on a lot, uh, kb3yua. I am a ham radio operator, and we're going to have a whole. We'll talk about ham radio quite a bit. Uh, because that's one of the very few ways you can actually communicate in a disaster is via ham radio. So we're going to get into that. Uh, and I've got a list about maybe 15, 20 topics we're going to talk about. And I'm not an expert in every topic, folks. You know, I'm just a guy doing a podcast that that knows, has a lot of background in this stuff from growing up. But uh, in the woods and growing up, you know, with a certain skill set and learning a certain skill set and college and all like that. But, uh, you know, you may know, sometimes if you know more than me, feel free to, you know, Send me messages. That say, "Hey, you missed, forgot to talk about this, or you forgot to talk about that, and all that." Um, you know, I'm more than more than open to it. So, some other things we're going to talk about, as well on the shows, we're going to talk about all different kinds of uh, you know natural medica natural medicines. Uh, we'll get into all that kind of stuff, and uh, I'll tell you an interesting thing. Um, just the other day, I was talking to a friend of mine. He had a massive headache, and I said, "You know, I said, I said, I said, I said why don't you take two Tylenol and a strong cup of coffee? And you'll get rid of that headache." And he said to me, goes, well, what would be the point? I said, well, caffeine's a natural, uh, you know, a natural painkiller. And he looked at me like I was nuts. And I said, you didn't know that. And I was surprised how many people didn't know that. So we'll get into all that. We'll talk about stuff like bug out bags. We'll talk about everyday carry, uh, not just weapons, but uh, bags and stuff like that. We'll get into all that fun stuff as well. Uh, you know, I, I want to get into, like I said, we'll talk about a little bit of everything on the show Uh, for the most part but we're going to have a lot of fun with this and a lot of fun with the show Uh, so by the way folks if you go to the website right now uh, I just give you my my Twitter KB3 if you go to my website and uh, look at it there's not really like I said it's uh, survivalistpodcast.com or .org excuse me .org survivalistpodcast.com was actually taken and the guy that uh, had it I wasn't able to get it from but we did it .org instead Uh, the guy doesn't have a podcast or anything he just doesn't want to give up the domain nothing wrong with that but if um, you go to the site and take a look at the site and let me know what you think. If if you have some ideas, suggestions, things you think we can do to the site, uh, feel free to go ahead and uh, you know, send me a tweet until I get the the email and the contact form and all that up and ready. And shoot me an email and just say hey, you know, or tweet and just say hey, you know, you should do this in the site. You should do that on the site. I really would like to hear everybody's you know information. Uh, also, two folks. The show is going to be up on iTunes soon. Uh, as soon as I get the get this first episode up, I'm going to go ahead and uh, you know take the time to go ahead and uh, i get it on iTunes. I'll get it up on uh, get it up on Stitcher. I'll get it up on all those uh, all the sites where you know podcasts are available. Uh, so we'll get we'll take care of all that uh, you know over the next couple of weeks or so. That that does take, unfortunately. This, once you submit that stuff, there's, there's not much you can do but just sit and wait. It's just a, like a waiting game, I guess you could say. So you know we'll, we'll take care of all that uh, as time uh, permits here. So some other things we're gonna we'll talk about as well on the show. Uh, like I said, I do have some friends of mine that are gonna come on eventually, do the show with me. Uh, but in, in time, you know, it, it's gonna take time to really you know get the show revved up, get the site up and running, and get all that. But we are starting out with a uh, you know a good a good group, I guess, of listeners. I'm gonna you know I'll talk about it on my other show and talk about my my other show on this show too, so, so some of things let's talk about too I wanted, I wanted to get into when it comes to talking about being prepared and all that kind of stuff, uh, some of the things I, I want to just bring up, just just getting going, uh, first of all, uh, we're, I think the next the first show we're going to officially do uh, is probably going to be on, on, on go bags and stuff like that and all the differences between different kinds of bags you can have with you and all that, uh, we're going to go through all that, that's going to be one of our shows that we're going to do. Uh, two, we're also going to go ahead and get into uh, the kind of the, the meat of things as far as uh, you know having your home in, in order. Uh, we're going to go through a lot of different things, uh, you know, first aid, treating injuries. We'll go into all that stuff. Uh, you know, a lot a lot of stuff that I definitely do want to talk about. But the big thing is, folks, is one of the things I have say is being prepared. Uh, what does that mean to you? Well, I want you guys to think about that uh, before our next show, which hopefully should be, you know, it's Thursday now, but... Uh, I'm probably gonna probably try to spin it off probably next week. But uh, what does being prepared mean to you? That's something you need to think about over the next over the weekend. What does being prepared mean to you? And when when you think about it, you know, let me know. Let me know what idea. you mean what what you know. And if you give me a topic, as long as a topic we can work with, uh, we can definitely do a show about it. So I want you guys to think about that because being prepared means something different to everybody. Now to me, it means being prepared in, in an all around sense. But to some people it means other things, well it's really important to to be prepared uh you know I was just just thinking about you know I was just thinking about the other day you know um you know we'll talk about being prepared Let, let's talk about you know we can talk about just something as simple right now as, as generators um, you know do you have a generator? what kind of generator is it um, do you have you know ga- you know do you have gas for the generators it's solar power. Is there are solar power generators out there? Uh, what do you need the generator to run when you decide to make a decision of purchasing a generator? Uh, you know what? You know what? What size do you need to run your house? What are you going to need to run in the case of an emergency? Uh, all that stuff is stuff that we're gonna that you really need to think about. I um, especially when you're talking about stuff like generators. I used to talk talking about backup versus you know small generators, uh, whole house generators versus just you know running the essentials. Uh, and the other two things you need to think about is if you don't have a generator how vital is it to your to your to your survival uh, and when I say that and I'm gonna say it here's the reason um, I have a mother that's actually on dialysis at home and we have a generator set up for her because uh, God forbid if there is a power outage she still needs to be able to take her her treatment so we have that also we have a generator set up for her so that she can take her treatment if God forbid there's a case of an outage now you may be saying, "Well, I'm not on dial, so I have nothing to worry about." Uh, well, the next question is, "Are you a diabetic?" Because if you are, you're going to have to worry about, uh, you know, your insulin storage, which obviously a lot of it requires obviously the fridge refrigeration. You're going to have to worry about uh, situations where you may need to eat, and are you going to have if power's out? What are you going to eat? Now, maybe you don't need a generator, but if you are diabetic and maybe you're not insulin dependent, but if you are diabetic, you have to think about, okay, what food do I have around in the house in case there's a power out for a few days that I could eat to keep my sugar up? Um, if I had a you know, and, and that's something you need to think about. Now, people think, well, I can just go out and get something. To eat. If you're having a sugar low, mm, you're not going to be able to drive. Not if you're having a really bad one anyway. So, these are all things that you need, people need to think about. Uh, the other thing you think going to need to think about when talking about being prepared, okay? And these are just little things I'm throwing out there, by the way. These are just little things I'm throwing out there, okay? Say say you decide, oh, I'm going with a gas-powered generator, okay? How much gas do you have? Because there's a big power out there. Normally the pumps don't work. The gas pumps don't work. Eventually they will, but they don't work right away. So if you have a generator, how much gas do you have in it? Also, too... What is your, not only how much gas do you have in it and how much gas do you have in reserve, and the other thing is with it, okay, is how often do you service it? Because a lot of people buy generators and they sit in their garage for a year or two so they need them and then they go to fire them up and don't work. So how often are you taking the time to service said equipment? You know, that's a big thing. And this is all stuff, folks, that, like I said, that it, it it sounds nuts, but it's things that people don't think about. You know, it, it really is, you know, and I'll tell you another thing, um, too, with as far as like, say, a generator goes, and, and these are just things I brought up with a friend of mine today. We are talking about, because we had a power outage here that lasted uh, several hours, and uh, my buddy, I was talking to my buddy, and he says to me, oh, well, you know, well, uh, he ran into a situation where he didn't have any water, because he had a well pump, and a well pump runs on electric, for those of you that don't know. Uh, now, if you have city water, not as much probably to worry about. But uh, he didn't have any water. No, you know, not in the world. But you know, you'd be surprised how much uh, you know how much you you need water. And uh, you know, he's we were talking about that. He goes, "I'm gonna have to get a generator in case we lose power again, uh, so I can at least have water because we didn't have any any water hot water and that. Uh, I've had to boil water, which that's another thing. What kind of stove do you have? Do you have a gas power? Or do you have an electric stove? If you have an electric stove. If you don't have any power. It's not gonna make a difference. And if you have a gas powered stove and an electric start. Hope you have a couple matches or a lighter close by. So um, you know, th- these are just things that you know we're going to go over, we're going to talk about, we're going to you even know, we're going to discuss uh, as part of the podcast. You know, a couple times a week, and uh, you know, like I said, it's it's stuff that you know it doesn't sound like much, but it actually does make a difference. Uh, you know, some of the essential building blocks of life, uh, like water. <laughs> You know, fire. Do the things I just talk about. You know, you got to be able to think about what you're going to do. In a, and a disaster doesn't necessarily have to be a forever disaster. A disaster may have to be just a day or so, or a couple hours. But you know, some of those little comforts can make a big can make a big deal. So some other things too, folks. We're going to talk about, like I said, uh, over the course. But like I said, I wanted to talk about just one thing in particular, just to kind of get the thing roll, to get everything rolling. But you know, when you're thinking about electricity, think of everything in your house that runs on electric. Now, I know a lot of people are just going to say, a lot of people say to me all the time, well, if I don't have electric, not a big deal. You know, I, you know, I have my phone and, you know, that, that, well, yeah, that is, I guarantee your phone is running, but does it have, does it have battery? What if you have an outage for a while? How much battery are you going to have? You know, yeah, it's battery powered, but, you know, if you're going to have a long prolonged outage, you may want to turn that phone off and conserve the battery unless you have a way to charge it. You know, I know myself. I have a, uh, I have an iPhone, but I have one of those special cases that you stick, that you stick the phone in, and uh, you can charge it. So, uh, you know, for me, that's great because it gives me like two batteries a day. But again, you may not be able, you may not have that. You know, you may have, you know, if you're going to turn. Now, the other thing is too. I see, I've heard this a couple times. People say all the time, "Well, you know, I've, I, you know, I've, uh, I don't know what to do. I can't charge my phone. Well, do you have a car charger?" You can go in the car, start the car, and let your phone charge in the car for a little bit. I mean, is it a waste of gas? Kind of, but if you're desperate for a phone, why not? You know? The other thing, too, folks, you need to think about, which is a, a, an important thing to think about, uh, you know, we're talking about charging your phone and stuff like that. Uh, not only are we talking about that, but think about other things you have to think about when it comes to charging stuff. Like I said, what in your house doesn't run, what in your house doesn't run without electric? Nowadays, everything, even your thermostat is electronic nowadays. Uh, for your heat, so that's something you got to think about too. What are you going to do for an alternative heat source? You know little things like this make a difference now I know you're saying, well, it's not a big deal for me, you know we don't you know we're going to lose power that often, and if we do we'll lose we're gonna lose it for a couple hours okay, well, let's picture you lose electric on a day where it's in the negative numbers <laughs> you know um you know, knowing where you know knowing how you're going to get some heat in that house is you know it's something that could make your night a little bit easier. So, I don't know anything folks, you know, making sure you have, uh, you know, talking about electric, making sure you have some sort of form of light, obviously when, uh, you know, during the day it's not so bad with sunlight, but uh, at the end of the night, when it's dark, having some form of light around the house, uh, especially with, you know, when you're talking about walking around, uh, obviously you don't want to trip and fall, and uh, obviously you know, that that's uh, an issue. Uh, you know, and having a light to be able to see, you know, it's different, you know, you have headlights in your car, but what about when you're inside, obviously candles, you have to be careful with that too, risk of a fire and all that, but, so there's a lot of stuff to to think about when you talk about survivalism and being prepared, uh, it doesn't just encompass, uh, you know, end of the world stuff, it encompasses day to day things that can make your life just that much easier if there's a problem, uh, you know, the old joke, I always talk around people all the time when I say well, being prepared. Oh, well, I'm prepared, really. You know, have you ever given your kid a toy and not have the batteries for it? We've all been there, folks. We've all been there. So it's little things like that, and that's another thing too we're going to go over, folks. Is is if you have children, uh, if they're little and all that, uh, having being prepared for, um, you know, being prepared not just for you but for your children as well. Not talking about financially. You know, imagine there's a power outage. And say, uh, hey, you got two little kids. How you can entertain them for hours? Now, everything nowadays is is on the is the video games and on the computer, and all that kind of stuff, and, and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. Well, you know how you can entertain them? Just little little things like that, you know, Uh, just, could just make things just that much simpler. You know, it really, really can. And you know, it it's just having you know little things. We're gonna talk about stuff that you bring in your car with you too on this show. Little things that bring, you bring in your car with you can be just make your life that much better. I'll give you a prime example. Okay. When I was when I was younger, I'll never forget this. When I was younger, uh, my grandparents came up for the weekend. And obviously they were on medications, they were elderly, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, people that are elderly can you know be prepared as well. And they were relying on their medication. And they came up for three days, and there was an issue and they were and they could not get home they had an issue and they just were not going to go home and it came down to a situation where um you know my dad had to run down to their home in New Jersey which is about two two and a half hours from here and get their medications and bring it back up for them so because they were really in a situation where you know they were going to have to stay up for a few more days they couldn't get home and they needed their medications and, you know, my dad ended up having to run down and get their medications. I remember another time uh, where my my dad actually was in New Jersey. My grandparents were stuck up here with us in the mountains. And uh, my dad, I remember having to actually mail overnight them their medications because they didn't bring them up with them. So uh, just little things like that. Like I know you're saying, well, that's not life or death. It actually is because some of the medications my grandmother was on, if she didn't take them for a few days, could actually cause her to have a stroke or heart attack or something like that. So. You know, little things like just saying, you know, hey, maybe I'll bring an extra week of medication with me. Even if you don't use it, put it back in the bottle when you get back. But just like, you know, keeping or even this, you know, keeping a little medication, keeping maybe you know, I know you're not supposed to leave medications of course and something like that, you can't leave it in the car, but uh, you know, it's just pills and you usually can out and ask your pharmacist first, but normally you can. Uh, you know, just keeping something like that in your car, you know, make a world difference. I'll tell you something. I I don't I I think I see all the time is I see guys outside changing tires at night. No, they don't have a flashlight in their car. I mean, yeah, you have a backlight of your phone or you have that. But when you're underneath that car, you know, do you really want to have your $600 iPhone underneath there with you? Okay, it's just little stuff. Having a flashlight in your car. Having, you know, what surprises me? The biggest thing surprises me. Not having jumper cables. I cannot believe how many people don't have jumper cables in their car. It it astounds me. I just, I can't, it's, it's the funniest thing I've I've ever seen. Nobody, people don't have jumper cables in their car. I've never seen something like that before. Uh, another thing too, we're talking about just little things having in your car. Uh, how about just having, you know, a quart of oil in your car? How many people, how many times have you have people that, oh, they have, especially when you have an older car, a newer cars, not so much because the car, doesn't leak oil that much, but uh, when you have an older car it has got 100,000 miles on it, you should have a quart of oil in your car. Because you never know you're going to need that quart of oil. What if the motor starts making a noise while you're on the go? You're going to wait until you get to the next gas station, and you're going to pay a premium at that gas station for a quart of oil. Why not keep? Why not keep it? Get get the on sale oil that's at Walmart. You can get a whole case for ten bucks, and keep a bottle or two in each one of your vehicles, just in case. You know, like people say, "Well, that's not life or death. I could have gotten it at a gas station." Yeah, but why? Why pay six dollars a quart when you could have paid you know less than a dollar a quart? you know, part of being prepared is being, is having savings, and you can't save money if you're constantly spending it on, on stuff that, you know, is overpriced, so a lot of things we're going to talk about, like I said, with the show, but just little things like that, uh, another thing, too, that, that I find interesting, and I couldn't believe this, uh, I saw somebody the other day that had a, a very, very uh, expensive high-end sports car, and they didn't a spare tire, now, if you want to buy a high-end sports car? That's awesome, man. If you can afford it, do it. Okay. If you can afford it and it's financially able to, just do it. But I can't believe that people wouldn't even have a spare tire in the car. I, mean, I've never seen something like that before. I was laughing about that. Uh, but just little things, like little things like that, can make a world of difference. Uh, one of the things we're going to talk about too. We're going to get into stuff you should keep in your car for, uh, for, you know, for safety and all kinds. We'll get into all that. But uh, one of the things. I really tell people all the time is uh, one thing the I don't believe anybody has in their car is nobody keeps any extra clothes in their car, and they don't keep an extra blanket in their car. People say, well, I don't. what do you need a blanket for? I'm not sleeping in my car? Well, right, but what if you get stuck in your car one time? Say you're in a, you know, especially and I'm not sure what your situation is. Like, up, in, I'm up here in the mountains, so we get a lot of snow. So there are times where you sometimes may not be able to make it home, and you may have to hang out in your car until the snow plow goes by, okay? Now, there's the other thing, too. Okay, when, when you know, and, and uh, just little things, especially by being in your car. And I don't want to get into too much about it because we're going to get into it in one of our shows. But, you know, having a blanket in your car, having how much gas do you have in your car? If you know it's going to have a really bad snowstorm, do you fill up? You probably should have a full tank. What if you got to keep that car running, and keep the heat on? So it's it's little stuff like this that you that we're going to talk about with this show. That's going to be that's going to really help you and really make your your life much easier. And like I said, there are a lot of things we're going to talk about. Uh, you know, like I said, we are going to get. I want to get some sponsors on the show uh, to give out. Not, not so much that we make money. Uh, you know, not. You know, I know there are, you know, like Audible and things like that. But I, that's sounds what I'm talking, about. I'm talking about. Companies like Survival Straps. Uh, I'm talking about companies like Tactical Wood Gas, guys like that. That um. You know that that can actually you know give you guys a deal. Not so much that I'm making money, but just so you guys can get a break on the stuff that I'm talking about. So you know, you know, again, saving money is putting money in your savings. Remember that every dollar you save is a dollar you can put in your savings. Okay, so that that's a you know, yeah. So if I can save you guys money, that's part of this whole thing. So all right, so I again, folks, I'm, you know, it's it it's gonna be it's gonna be a really great show. I promise you that. Uh, again, my name's Brandon. Uh, again, my Twitter is kb3yua. It's my call sign, and again, it's, it's the survivalistpodcast.com. dot com. And I want, like I said, that's our website, and you're gonna be able to get all our old episodes on here, uh, including this one. Uh, when I get it posted a little later today. And like I said, so I want to thank everybody for listening. And I want to take it uh, also to you guys. Uh, normally I sign off and say, I'll see you next week on my other show. But I'm not exactly sure what our recording schedule is going to be like. But like I said, I do want to do more than one show a week because it's a, it's a short show. Uh, but like I said, I haven't like, decided to post the schedule. But I can guarantee you there will be another podcast up early, at least next week. So I want to thank everybody for listening. And well, we will see you next week. Thank you very much.